Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Hello, elegant women. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I am recording this early June, first weekend in June, and I'm getting ready to go to Miami um, with my guy, which I'm super excited about. He is going on business and I'm going to go with him. And while he's doing his thing during the day, I am going to go to the gym and the spa and put my toes in the sand. And I'm just so looking forward to it. So it's kind of a nice way to kick off summer. But I did want to make sure that I recorded this podcast for you. So, um, so as you know, my coaching is a blend of both health and life coaching. And this is what sets me apart from many of the other coaches out there. I honestly don't know of anyone in this midlife space who combines the two in the way that I do. And my reason for that is simple. I know um, both from the science and from my own experience that what is going on in a woman's life absolutely affects what's happening in her body and what's happening to a woman's body absolutely affects the other areas of her life. And this is no more obvious than it is for a woman over 40. We simply cannot separate the two. And this is exactly why so many women over 40 are struggling with their weight and or feeling really stuck in their lives because they're probably trying to address one piece of this puzzle without addressing the other. And it simply does not work. You know, there's a ton of science to support what I am saying. And many women know this on an intellectual level, but they're not taking the steps. Maybe they don't even know what the steps are um, to create real change in their bodies and in their lives. So my entire coaching practice is built around this. And it's the reason why my method is different um, and quite frankly, more effective than the diets and the workouts and the other stuff that some other coaches are doing. So because my coaching practice involves both health and life coaching, the topics that I cover on this podcast um, run the whole gamut. It's all the things that a woman over 40 has on her mind, ranging from health to beauty, to style, to mindset, to friendship, you know, literally all the things. Um, and I realized this week that it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast on a topic related to health and wellness. So this week I'm going to discuss the number one thing that most women ask me about. Actually, that's, that's probably not true. I would say the number one thing women ask me about is sleep, sleep support. Uh, and I have recorded a podcast about sleep. So if that is a concern for you, definitely check that one out. Um, but, but this topic, I would say, has got to be number two, and that is belly fat. Nearly every woman over 40 notices an increase in belly fat, um, and this problem seems to be harder and harder for women to manage as time goes on. There seems to come a point in time 
when women try all the things and still just can't seem to get rid of their belly. Um, or I've heard to, I've heard it referred to as the menopot or the menopause middle, right? It's all referring to kind of that, um, that accumulation of fat in the midsection. And the reason for this is simple. The hormonal changes that are happening as we enter perimenopause and menopause cause women to accumulate weight in this area in particular. So in this episode, I'm going to explain why that is. And more importantly, I'm going to tell you how to address it because this one area, uh, because this is one area where if you don't understand what's happening to you hormonally, and if you don't use your nutrition to support your body hormonally, you'll never be able to get a handle on this. And more than it being just a nuisance, it's actually quite dangerous from a health perspective. So I'll give you all the information you need to get rid of it once and for all and to improve your health tremendously in the process. Now, don't worry about taking notes on all of this. I have created a cheat sheet that you can download, which outlines everything I cover in this episode. Um, you can go to welligantwoman.com forward slash belly to download that cheat sheet. So let's start by talking about hormones. As we age, our estrogen levels decrease. So this is during perimenopause and menopause. And mind you, perimenopause can begin as early as mid to late 30s. That's when we begin to uh, find our hormones declining. So we may not have a lot of symptoms yet, but in terms of the effect on our body, we are already experiencing some of the effects of that drop in estrogen. Estrogen helps to regulate body fat distribution. And when the level of estrogen declines, fat is not being distributed the way that it always has been. And it tends to be stored more prominently in the abdominal area. There isn't much that we can do about that. And even when women are on HRT, this is still something that the body struggles with. So when the body is not producing its own estrogen, Fat is just not distributed throughout the body. It goes kind of right to the middle. Now, let's delve into the difference between two types of fat because this is vital information as well. And that's, this is where maybe it gets a little sciency, but stay with me because it really is important. There are two types of fat, subcutaneous fat and visceral fat. Subcutaneous fat is the fat located just beneath the skin. Typically, it's found around the hips and thighs and buttocks. And while subcutaneous fat may be bothersome, you know, from a cosmetic standpoint, it's generally less harmful to overall health because it's not metabolically active. And I'll explain in a moment what that means. Visceral fat is the other type of fat. And this is the fat that surrounds our organs deep within the abdominal cavity. It actually kind of wraps itself around the organs. And this kind of fat is metabolically active, meaning that it releases hormones and inflammatory substances into the system that increase the risk of many chronic diseases. If you've listened to me for a minute, <laughs> you know that inflammation in the body is the root cause of all disease. So anytime something creates inflammation in the body, it increases the risk of disease. Visceral fat in particular has been linked to many health issues, including insulin resistance, 
type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and certain cancers. The hormones and the inflammatory substances that are released by visceral fat disrupt the body's balance, leading to metabolic dysfunction. And by the way, it's important to note that even women with a healthy body weight can have excess visceral fat. Although it is often visible in the belly, it isn't always the case because again, this, is, this fat kind of wraps itself around the organs deep within the abdominal cavity. So the question is, what are the best strategies for banishing belly fat and keeping it off? And I recommend a holistic approach that combines three things, nutrition, movement, and lifestyle changes. So first and foremost, let's talk about nutrition. More than anything else, adopting a hormone-healthy eating plan is a key to achieving lasting results when it comes to belly fat. Number one is protein intake. Most women over 40 are not consuming enough protein. Aim to consume about 20 to 25 grams of protein at each meal. So about 60 to 75 grams per day. And you wanna shoot for lean forms of protein like chicken, turkey, and fish, as well as you know eggs, dairy, if you eat dairy, uh, legumes, and tofu. And I recommend always going for organic, pasture-raised, grass-fed, you know, as much as possible. Now, um, in the beginning, until you kind of get the hang of which foods have how much protein, you're probably going to have to kind of read labels and track it a little bit. But the more you pay attention to this, the less you'll have to be actually, you know, calculating it. It does kind of become second nature after a while. You just kind of get the hang of, of knowing you know, how much protein is in the foods that you eat most frequently. Fiber intake is also crucial for belly fat reduction. And I recommend around 25 to 30 grams of fiber per day. And you want to include a variety of high fiber foods, such as fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and legumes. And if you're still not getting close to that amount of fiber in a, in a typical day, then I would absolutely take a fiber supplement. This is important because fiber aids in elimination of toxins and elimination of inflammatory substances. So, okay, we've addressed protein and fiber intake. Now let's talk about managing blood sugar levels. Choose complex carbohydrates that are high in fiber and have a lower glycemic index. All carbs are not created equally because they affect blood sugar differently. We want the carbs that are digested more slowly, preventing sharp rises in blood sugar levels and providing a steady release of energy. So we want carbs that are low on the glycemic index. And there are lots of charts that you can find online that will tell you the glycemic index of various carbs. Um, also, it's important to be mindful of the foods and drinks that may hinder your progress in banishing belly fat. So here are some of the worst culprits and you will want to eliminate or at least limit these. Number one is sugary drinks. So we're talking sodas, fruit juices, energy drinks, um, sweetened beverages are packed with a lot of added sugars and chemicals and they're just empty calories. These drinks can contribute to weight gain and increased belly fat. So opt for water, herbal tea, or unsweetened beverages instead. Number two is processed foods. Highly processed foods like 
uh, for example, fast food or packaged snacks or sugary treats, tend to be very high in unhealthy fats, refined carbs, and added sugars. Again, these are foods that lead to weight gain and inflammation in the body. So choose whole, unprocessed foods whenever possible. Uh, trans fats. Trans fats are the oils and fats that are commonly found in fried and commercially baked goods. And they raise bad cholesterol levels and increase the risk of heart disease and belly fat accumulation. So read food labels and avoid products that contain hydrogenated oils or partially hydrogenated oils. And then finally, alcohol. While it is okay to enjoy alcohol in moderation, and I certainly do, um, excessive alcohol consumption most definitely contributes to belly fat. Alcoholic beverages are often high in calories and many of them are high in sugar as well. So limit your intake and opt for alternatives like sparkling water with you know, maybe a splash of fruit juice or, or a slice of lime. Um, it's, it's actually not as hard as you think to avoid that. You know, I think any, any time you're trying to avoid these things, it's hardest in the beginning. And then you do kind of get to a point where you don't find yourself craving it quite as much. Um, I'm at a point now where I, I really just, you know, every now and then we'll have a glass of wine, but it's not something that I have on a regular basis. Um, and, and I think, you know, you definitely feel the benefit of that. So it makes it a little bit easier to stick with it. Now let's talk about movement because exercise also plays a vital role in banishing belly fat. Incorporating regular physical activity into your routine boosts your metabolism, which we know naturally slows down as estrogen decreases. It also helps to burn calories and promote overall weight management. So I recommend a combination of cardio and strength training. I also recommend workouts that improve balance and flexibility like yoga and Pilates, just because I think those workouts are great um, as, as we get older. But in terms of belly fat, it's really the cardio and the strength training that make the biggest difference. So some examples of great cardio workouts are brisk walking. Um, and by the way, I don't recommend running for women over 40. Not only is it hard on the joints, but it can really mess with cortisol levels. So that's why I prefer uh, brisk walking over running. Cycling is good. Swimming, dancing, right? These workouts burn calories and reduce overall body fat, including belly fat. So shoot to get at least 75 minutes of vigorous intensity cardio each week. Um, I shoot for about 20 minutes a day, but you don't have to do it daily. You can kind of figure out how you want to allocate um, that time. But I think 75 minutes of, again, vigorous intensity cardio is really recommended. Um, but the form of exercise that really moves the needle when it comes to reducing belly fat is strength training. Strength or resistance training is essential for building lean muscle mass. It increases metabolism and it helps to burn more calories. And the best part is that you get this benefit even when you're at rest. So strength training exercises have you working against resistance, whether that's your own body weight or free weights or um, weight machines. And doing this consistently provides overall muscle toning and it contributes to fat loss, especially around the belly. 
So strength training is really, really important. Um, and then finally, the third area to address is what I call lifestyle. In other words, stress management and self-care because an elevated cortisol level throws everything off <clears throat> and, excuse me, and puts us into what I call hormone hell. Anything that we do to lower our cortisol is beneficial and will ultimately help to reduce belly fat. So, you know, we're talking about good sleep hygiene. We're talking about stress management, adequate hydration, right? These are all the things that support our bodies in general and make up a hormone healthy lifestyle. And they will help us to reduce belly fat by helping us to reduce cortisol levels. Now let's address um, the question that many of you probably have, which is how long does it take before the body responds and we see a flatter belly? You know, of course the timeline can vary from person to person, but it's important to remember that this is a long game. Sustainable and long-lasting results require consistency and they require patience. In general, I would say you can start to notice positive changes within a few weeks. You know, you'll notice things like increased energy levels, um, improved mood. You will notice your muscles toning. Um, and th these are some of the early signs of progress. However, significant changes in body composition and specifically belly fat reduction usually takes several months of consistent effort. You know, so you really do have to kind of commit to that and have realistic expectations about when you're going to, you know, see major results. Remember, bel banishing belly fat requires a comprehensive approach. It requires healthy nutrition, uh, managing blood sugar levels, incorporating regular movement and the right kinds of movement, and it requires patience and consistency. And if you're struggling with doing this on your own, as so many women do, and you'd like some help either in a small group format or one-on-one, -on -one, I can absolutely help you. So just visit welligantwoman.com. You can contact me there or uh, message me over social media and we can schedule a free consultation. I would love to help you reach all of your goals, whether those goals include getting unstuck, reducing belly fat, reducing your risk of disease, improving overall health, etc. Basically, I want to help set you up to age really beautifully and really powerfully. So have a wonderful and very elegant week, my friends. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.